when I got across the finish line, it was like, oh, Lord, I'm going to die. It was kind of kind of what it was. Dizruns Radio, episode 1126, starts in three, two, Welcome back to Diz Runs Radio, where I talk with runners from all corners of the running world about running, life, and everything in between. I'm your host, Denny Cray, and it's just about time to head out the door for an easy run and a great conversation. So if you're ready, then I'm ready. Let's get started. Before we dive into today's episode of the show, just the uh, semi-regular plug for the giveaway. If you're new around here, this is something that we do at the beginning of each month. I pick one person, one lucky person, or maybe unlucky. I don't know. I mean, I guess I guess your mileage may vary. I like to think that if you get picked as a winner, that makes you lucky. But, you know, you do you. But one person gets chosen every month to have the opportunity to work with me for one, for not for one month, for one training cycle, for four months, for 16 weeks. For free. And it's not uh, some half-baked plan. It's not some copy-paste job. Here you go. Best of luck. Pat you on the head as you walk out the door. No, 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 no. It is you and me working together at the exact same level of interaction as you would be if you hired me, paid me real money to design a 16-week training plan for you. So uh, every, like I said, every month I pick a winner and if you want to win it, you got to be in it. Get yourself entered into the giveaway. Get your name in the old proverbial hat by going to disruns.com slash giveaway. You can also get there right at the homepage of disruns.com. Either way, get, your, get yourself into the drawing. You end up in the same place. And while we're on the subject of being in the same place, although I don't, I don't know that that's a good transition, but we're going to go with it. Um, yes, when you enter the giveaway, you are also added to my email list. Don't worry. Don't worry. I don't like getting those spammy emails any more than you do. And it is my mission to not send you, I want to say any, but not very many. Every once in a while, hey, we got we got bills to pay. We try to sell something, some coaching, some whatever. It's few and far between. Typically, the emails that I send out are more blog post type of things where uh, I share a little something from my life, try to tie it into running a little bit that maybe makes sense for you. Maybe it doesn't, but hopefully it gives you it gives you a little smile, something to think about. Uh, sometimes we hit the mark, sometimes we swing and miss, but that's that's the nature of the beast, right? But I like to think that for the most part, the emails are worth reading. So get yourself entered for a chance to work with me for free. Get some emails that maybe are worth reading. Certainly aren't spammy. I, I don't think anybody would con- would uh, confuse them for spammy newsletter type of emails. Like no, 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 no. Just all text. Just all you know. No flashes, no bells and whistles, no all kinds of craziness, uh, no buy, 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 no sell, sell, sell. Just, hey, here's something for you to read. What do you think about it? Maybe even, you know, hit re- hit reply and let me know. Anyway, all that to say, disruns.com slash giveaway. Gives, you, gives yourself a chance to win a free 16 weeks of coaching, whether that culminates in a race, whether that's something that you just use to get yourself back on track after a lull or an injury or whatever. Your choice. Get yourself in it to win it at disruns.com slash giveaway. And now, without any further ado... Let's go ahead and dive in to today's episode of the show. Hey, y'all. Uh, my guest today is someone that I bumped into on Twitter recently, and it didn't take uh, more than a minute or so to, to know that I wanted to talk with him for maybe a bit more than 280 characters at a time. Uh, he's a self-described Clydesdale that loves the sport and the joy and the encouragement 
of uh, you know this this running community that we're all a part of. Uh, he also enjoys a good cheer wine, I hear, um, which is uh, pretty much, in my opinion, tells you everything you need to know about him. Uh, but hopefully, we're going to find out more, a little bit more than just uh, you know that, that we both share a passion for cheer wine in today's episode. So uh, let's get the party started and officially welcome Mr. Cody Mumaw to the show. So thanks for joining us today, Cody. Really appreciate it. Hey, I'm glad to be here. It's, it's good to finally meet you. Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to it. And y'all, if you enjoy today's conversation and want to follow along with Cody on the socials and, and kind of just keep tabs, you know, as, as we all do on each other in the running community and, and offer some support and some cheers and some things like that here, there, and everywhere. Uh, Instagram, the handle there is at moose underscore moomaw, and that's M-U-M-M-A-U in case uh, you're not quite sure how to spell Moomaw, which uh, you'd be forgiven for that. Uh, but Moose underscore Moomaw on Instagram, on Twitter, at Moomaw55, M-U-M-M-A-U-5-5 on the Twitters. And, uh, of course, as always, we'll have those linked up in the show notes for you today. So if you're struggling with uh, the, the pronunciation, well, I'm struggling with the pronunciation. You might be struggling with the spelling of his last name. Uh, if you get him confused, Instagram and Twitter, which one is which? Dizruns.com slash 1126. Dizruns.com slash 1126. We'll get you back to the show notes for today. Links, photos, the whole nine as per usual. So, Cody, the way we always start off each episode of the show, uh, pretty simple question that uh, 99 times out of 100 or whatever whatever number we're at now, 11, 1,100 times out of uh, 1,101 uh, gives us a great, great uh, follow-up questions to ask, but it's always a good, a good place to start the conversation. And it's just to simply ask, what is your favorite distance to race and why? I'd say my favorite distance is a half marathon. Uh, I feel like it's long enough that it's a challenge, but um, I, I'm getting older. But uh, for me, it's still one that I can still drop into and, and run in a relatively short amount of time if someone were to invite me to go do it. Um, I, I feel like I can accomplish it, get it done, feel like I've done something of, of merit and and um, and have a lot of fun with it. So uh, for me, that, that would be the, my number one for gotcha. sure. Gotcha. And I, I would venture a guess and I, I don't even have to guess. I like, I don't have the statistics to back it up. I don't have the raw numbers, but if we went back and tallied it up, half marathon is, is the, is the, the runaway favorite. Like every, oh, yeah. everybody loves a good half marathon um, for so, and there's so many good reasons, but yeah, it's, it's just, it is a fun, it's challenging, but it's fun. And it doesn't, it doesn't take over your life. Like some of the longer distance stuff tends to do. Yeah, that's true. And for, for me, when, and I mean, this is vanity and, and I hate to admit that, but, but when people say, Hey, what are you running? You say half marathon. Uh, most general public don't run anything. They're like, Whoa, how many miles is that? <laughs> you know? And, and so when you're telling 13 miles, they're like, wow, that's a long way. And I mean, you, you know, as well as I do that, that once you've gotten into running that the, the mental side of, if you're going to run six or if you're going to run eight, you can run 13. It's, it's after that, that, that man, it, it starts getting tough for me a little bit. <laughs> well, but it, it, it starts getting tough for all of us at yeah, it's, at some point. And there right. was there was probably a time where, you know, three, you know, 5K was, was tough for the Lord knows for me. Like there were plenty of times when, you know, around the block was maybe a, a, a bit too far, farther than I would care to go. I, I remember the first time when, when I said, I'm going to start this thing of running. Uh, my wife had already been doing it. And I went up to the gym and I got on a, I know, a, a, you know, uh, treadmill <laughs> and I ran a mile and I remember that thing crossed the, the mile threshold and I felt like fireworks should like <laughs> pop out somewhere in the, in the place. And I looked around and I was like, I, I just ran that whole mile without stopping. 
and nobody cares. Right. And uh, but but for me that was a big deal, and I and I remember that, and it, it helps me, you know, if I'm if I'm running three or five or or seven or, or even more, uh, even when I got to do my first marathon, that that every distance that you conquer, man, it's it's your own mountain, and um and so that that for me was the intrigue of, of running was was conquering your own mountains that are in front of you. Yeah, for sure. What what was it that got you started? What what was it that, that encouraged you to, to join your wife in the running uh you know running scene? Get on that treadmill for that first time. That is a it's a good and fun question. And man, you said you wanted stories. And, Let's go. And this, Bring it on. This one's really this one's really a good one and, and I love it because it really is part of what the community is about. We I grew up I was a, I was a football player and so anytime that you'd run is usually because you really stunk at what you did. You know, <laughs> you you messed up and you gotta run laps. If you if you didn't listen, you were talking gotta run laps and so uh, the, the common runner shirt is, you know, my, my sport is your sports punishment. And that, that was what I viewed it as. And I always did. And then, um, I was in a airport in Oklahoma city. Uh, our family had been visiting some family out there and our flight was delayed. And my wife picked up a, a running magazine and she was looking through it. And her, her mom is a, a breast cancer survivor, two time breast cancer survivor. And we do relay for life every year, do relay for life. But there was an advertisement at that time, uh, the run Donna, the, um, breast cancer marathon in Jacksonville, Florida was brand new. And they, it, it was this thing, come and run this marathon, uh, in memory or in honor of, and she turns the thing around. And I mean, this, this girl, my wife had not run anything ever. And she's like, do you think I could do this? The one thing I know about her is that if she puts her mind to something, she's going to do it. And I said, you know what? Do it. You, you, you can do, I believe you can do it. I said, but it's going to be hard. And it, at that point, it was about a year away. And so she she just determined in her mind. She said, I'm going to get back. I'm going to go find shoes. I'm going to, I'm going to figure it out. And she picked up Marathon by Jeff Galloway, the book uh, Marathon by Jeff Galloway. Incredible book. And she said, I'm not going to try and reinvent the wheel. I'm going to do it exactly like he says to do. I think the first day was to get out and walk 30 minutes. And she felt like she didn't do anything. She got out and she walked 30 minutes, but she said, I'm going to do it the way he said to do it. And it was interesting because as she started this journey, like me and my kids, they were really young at the time. We were supporting her. She'd go out, walk 30 minutes, and we'd meet her halfway with water and, <laughs> and this stuff. And, and then she started running and she started into it. She said, I don't want to tell people what I'm, what I'm doing because I, I just want to accomplish this. But about halfway through, you know, when, when the training for a marathon kind of occupies your time, why can't you come over at all on Saturday? Well, for the whole day I'm running. Um, you know, people started – uh, noticing and, and, and people that love us and love her and respect her. It was interesting. Some of their comments rather than saying, man, that's awesome. You can do this thing. A lot of the comments were like, you'll never be able to do it. Why would you do something like that? You, you can't run that far. Um, and I was, I was amazed that even some of her family, um, her brother said, if you run that distance, I will buy you the most expensive pair of running shoes ever. And, and it was she. She was both defeated in that moment, but she's a she's a very strong woman. And so she she used it as fuel. And and so there were days that she'd be running in the rain and she'd want to quit. And she said she just kind of played that back in her mind of people that doubted that she could do it. And then um, I would say probably when she was hitting the the training runs that were eighteen nineteen miles, um, she just thought of her mom, you know. And she's sitting there going, "This marathon isn't twenty six miles in February." It's 600 miles, you know, over the, the, the course of this training. And she thought about her mom and, and doing the, the chemo and doing all the, this, this stuff that it was, it was a powerful thing to watch. So she goes down and she runs 
26.2 miles and she finishes it. I think it was like five hours and 15 minutes and it was painful. And I made a playlist for, it, but I watched that whole time. And I'm like, I think I can do this. I like, I, I think I, I can do it. And so the next year we, we set out and we, we recruited people to go down with us. We took 40 people down to the, the, the breast cancer marathon. And in that race, I ran the relay. So we did, it was a four person relay to, to, to run the marathon. And I fell in love with it because once I got out on that, on the track, it was interesting to see, um, the, the community around Jacksonville embraces that marathon, like, like amazingly. And so there's people all along having parties and, and breakfast and encouraging you. But it was interesting to see people who run like all the time and they're encouraged. It wasn't a race against each other. We were racing with each other. And I was, I was fascinated by that. And I wanted to see what, what that was like more. So we ran that race. And, uh, from that point on, um, we, we, we just would run five K's and, and 10 K's when we could. And, um, being a youth pastor, it's an incredibly busy life. And so I can't always do it, but you know, one of the things that getting out by myself in the mornings and just, just running, was it allowed me to center my thoughts? I'm a I'm a person I pray a lot, and so it was time that I could just spend quietly where nobody's interrupting me because nobody wants to go out and run with me. Um, so so I got to spend a lot of time praying and thinking about the the day that was coming up, talking on everything that I'm grateful for, and and next thing I know, I went from someone who running was a punishment to running was my my place of peace and joy. Believe it, and from that point i mean that's been i think it was 2010 2011 and so you you go through seasons in life with three kids and we we moved and, and done a couple things that you run more than than you, sometimes than you do others but when i'm not running i'm thinking about man i gotta get back to this and my brother was encouraged by her and he started running that next year and he's since that point he's run 23 marathons i think wow. and uh he started a a, a facebook page um that wound up before when everything was organic and you could actually get followers and, and but, but something you said in there cody really kind of um I, I don't know that i've ever thought about this before but um i mean maybe i, I don't know maybe, maybe that's a bold statement but you you mentioned that that you're running your your section of the relay and you're realizing that like all these people that you're running with like you're racing but you're kind of not like you're not competing against them it's it's we're all out here together we're doing the thing um and I'm I'm wondering if if you know being a a football player growing up and kind of you know in, in in most sports, and I guess running to an extent, but it's 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 somebody wins, somebody loses, right. and and I mean I guess in really competitive running, I mean that's still that's still the case. There's the winner, and there's everybody else that finishes behind the winner. But you know, for most of us these days that are running as adults, whatever type of distance it is, like we might be trying to push ourselves and 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 compete against ourselves, but most people aren't really out there to win, to beat everybody else. And even if you're trying to, to catch the, the, the man or woman in front of you, like at the, at the end of the day, like somebody's probably catching you too. So whatever. But, but I'm just curious, I guess, you know, all that, that long wind up into the question. Um, do, do you have a competitive side still with running that maybe was also there, you know, and grew and blossomed as part of your football past? Or is that something that's, that's really a major differentiator that, that you're not competitive in running and maybe you were more so in the past? Uh, that is a really good question because that, that was the, that was one of the things that prevented me at first from getting involved in running is why, why am I going to go out and run this race that I know I'm not going to win? I know I'm not crossing. I'm not, I'm not probably even going to get the top in my age bracket, in my, 
Um, and, you know, this whole thing of being a Clydesdale, wow, that's a whole new bracket that I get to be because I'm, I'm a big dude, you know. And um, so I struggled with that at the beginning uh, of why do I want to go do something that I can't win? Uh, it was my brother that really encouraged me. He said, man, the, the thing is you're, you're competing against yourself. You're pushing yourself. Can I be better? Uh, can I do better? Because uh, he said you're, you're running against the course. You're running against weather. You're, you're running against your age. You're, you're running. And he said, and then you get, you run to have fun. And he made for two miles just to help pace me a little bit and and help me be better. And, and when I crossed that finish line, I was struggling. Um, that man came over and found me because he he met me on the course and he congratulated me. And and so, yeah, like my thing when I run, whether it's a 5K, a 10K or anything, is I, I know what my personal record is and I want to beat it. And I'm disappointed when I don't. Um, I know where I've failed in those areas. But overall, uh, when I cross that finish line, I've accomplished something. You know, I'm, I know that I'm still out there pushing it. And, um, you know, it, for, for me, it comes down to I, I set a goal and it, it's out there and, and I'm, I'm moving towards that goal. So I am competitive. Uh, sure, it'd be nice to be fast enough to, to win a, a marathon. But I, I also know that I'm not willing to put in the work that it takes at 48 now, I'm never going to be that guy. So what can I be is I can be an encouragement to others. I can be out there having a good time, knowing that, that I'm doing what most of the world is not, is getting out and moving. And and then, you know, I've got a huge competitor in myself that I'm competing against myself. So, you know, 48-year-old Cody's competing against 47-year-old, and I'm going to show him I'm still good. <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's – you know, I, I don't have a running background either. I, I played hockey was my sport growing oh, up. And, and, um, but that's one of the things I love about running is that, you know, it, it, it's hard to get whatever, 10 guys together, 15 guys together to play, to play, you know, hockey or, yeah. or to play football or to play, you know, I mean, you can find, you know, various rec leagues and church leagues and things like that, but like, it's kind of a commitment. Like I can get out and go for a run. I mean, it, I mean, going for a run is a commitment, but I can get up and do that tomorrow morning and I don't have yeah. to wrangle anybody. Um, and so it's, it, it's, it's, you know, it, it, to me, it's just, it's, it's, it's an easy way to continue to scratch the running itch. And obviously not everybody runs because they want to best their times and get faster, or run farther, whatever the case might be. Um, but as, as an adult, it's like, man, this is something where I can still be competitive. I can still have that, that moment of hopefully athletic glory for myself of, of beating a time or, or qualifying for this race or finishing this distance or whatever. Um, that quite frankly, like, I don't like, what would I get if I, if I joined a, a men's hockey, like we'd, we'd win the, the beer cup for the, you know, the, the, yeah, the four right. team playoff or we're like, I, you know, what that's, I mean, yeah, I don't know, but running, I feel like I can be seriously competitive with myself, but to your point, still be very supportive of everybody around me. And no, I, I, I agree with that for me. Uh, also like when we first started, I looked at the finisher medals um, and I'm like, are they, is it a participation trophy? Cause I didn't understand it until I got that first medal when I crossed that line. And it was, that was my trophy. Like that was, I, I did that thing. And, and I've got a, I've got a jar of them here in my office that, that, you know, I can look at them and I remember the struggle on the course for that one right there. And that one right there, you know, I, I, I know what happened on that place. And I, I mean, I'm going to be honest. It's, it's everything becomes a metaphor in life of, of running that race, you know, and, and there's going to be times that, that you struggle and you got to get back up and go and, and the training and preparation for the, the trials. Uh, uh, there, there's so much in, in running that I've, I've come as an adult to be able to use in 
the way that I counsel and, and uh, encourage students uh, in the race that they're getting ready to run and they're already running of, of getting ready for, for those trials. Um, now, I, I, I love the trophies. I, I love the, the fanfare about the, the races that you go to. But I also love the solitude of, of you know, running at six o'clock in the morning when everybody else is still asleep and, and nobody knows or cares that I'm out running. You know, but it's just me. It's just the road. Uh, there's just something that I, I've discovered there that that is is very centering for me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so so back to the timeline a little bit. Uh, yeah. You you run the first relay and and kind of your first experience of actually participating in in a, in a race that at least that size from what I what I gather. Yep. Um, Completely. Where does it go from there? Is it is it like all right? I want to do a a half. I, I want to do a full. Like 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 sign me up or is it kind of like, Oh, you know, kind of, I don't want to say stagnate, but kind of like, let's keep it in this, in this 10 K ish range for a little while. Yeah, that's fair. No, for me, it, it was interesting because you, you have those, those four guys we're, we're running together and a couple of them are like, Hey, that's great. I'm not going to do it again. You know, that was, that was an one interesting, good to go. Yeah. One and done. Um, and I, I looked and I was actually jealous of those that were running across with the, they finished 13 miles. Cause I was like, man, I just, I just did all this. I, I could do that. And so at the, we kind of made the, the Donna marathon, the breast cancer marathon, our, that, that was our thing. We were going to do that every year. Um, and, and we did. And so, yeah, I jumped into the half marathon. It, it wasn't a good race for me to try and train for a full marathon. And in our student ministry, we had in that same month, uh, an event that had 2000 kids coming to it and all these different things. And so I'm preparing for that while I'm also training. And, and so I, I didn't have the, I told myself I didn't have the time to do it. Um, so I, I did train for the half marathon. We had, my sister came and ran the full, my wife ran the full a couple of times. My brother ran the full uh, every year. Um, but yeah, it, it just kind of became this regular rhythm. Uh, we, I'd go home, I'd run a little bit, kind of take a little bit of time off and then sometime during the summer, just, you know, kick off running again and ran a couple 5Ks along the way, ran one in Charlotte, North Carolina called the Hog Jog. <laughs> it was it was done by some barbecue company. I love the names of races, you know, and, and how they're very locally Im- important. Um, and But, I, you know, I watched my brother's uh, journey uh, as he ran the Cowboy Marathon in, in Missouri and, and Chicago Marathon. And, and then he started doing some ultras. Like he would, he'd run this, he's like, Hey, I think I'm going to run 50 miles. And I guess I got kind of back into that negative mindset. I'm like, why would you do that? <laughs> like 20, in 26 miles, only amount you're allowed to run. Um, and, and so we started watching on YouTube, a lot of these different runners, these different races, uh, all over the, uh, all over the world kind of dreamed uh, of some of those. Um, but I entered in the last, uh, right, right around COVID and, and at the time, I don't know if I'll say that and yeah. <laughs> who knows what people feel about that. But all I know is there was a lot of races that went away mm-hmm. and, and that hurts a, a lot, but it was during that time that I started really, you know, thinking about running again, but there, there was a, a race, um, in, in, um, Missouri, Cape Girardeau, Missouri, uh, uh, the, the muddy river marathon. Um, just started up. I think it was their first time they'd done a marathon in 26 or 30 years, 26 years would be funny. Uh, I think it was like 30 years. And, um, it was kind of in between me and my brother. And, and he said, why don't we run this one together? Why don't you run your first full here? And 
So I said, all right. So I, I, I said, well, let's do it. And, um, don't you know, we, I strapped the shoes on, got, got the good shoes and, um, got a good plan. And I followed that thing to the T and I said, it, it's, we're going to do this. I'm, I'm going to, um, um, run this marathon. And, and sure enough, the, the event that happened every February that caused me to not run a full marathon, it got moved to May about the time of the muddy river marathon. So I, I ran into the same issue, but it taught me a lesson because I was already committed and I trained, I did everything for our event real well. I went out and ran that one. Um, and I'd love to say I did it really well, but, um, right in the middle of that marathon, like I had everything planned out, everything done right. And this was going to be the make or break for me. He said, at the end of this, you're going to, you're going to either say, I want to do this many times, or you might say, I'm never going to do this again. Um, I trained, I'd run, done everything exactly like you're supposed to. And I got out on, uh, that, that course and about mile 21, I messed up my, my hydration. And I mean, I messed it up bad. I had, I had a water pack on the back. I had that to, to kind of carry me through and I thought it had gone empty. So I wasn't drinking as much as I, I should. I thought I had over, over hydrated and I was under hydrated and I, I fell on my face at mile 23. And you're going to love this story because it, this, this is, this was, it's tough for me to even talk about because I, I, I thought of things that I've never thought of before. I'm going to quit. Like, I can't do this. Like, I just want to walk off of this, this thing. I'm three miles from the end of this race and I can't even get it through my brain. I just got a 5k to run. You know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think that, but I, I can't get to that point. And, and this, this girl comes by and I've just vomited whatever I just try to put in my, my belly. And she tries to help me up and she finally gets me up and she says, that's when she looked at me. She goes, you got a 5k, just do it one, one at a time. And I go about halfway there. So I got about a mile and a half left and I hear a voice. I think I'm hallucinating now. I hear a voice. A little girl says, daddy. And I'm like, I hear my daughter, Michelle. Like I, I hear her and she's yelling at me and I look up and this little girl, she's nine at the time is running towards me on the course. And my big brother's behind her. Um, and she, she comes running up and she goes, daddy, she goes, are you okay? You didn't come in the time you said you, you might. So we came looking for you. I said, I told her I was sick and my brother's like, look away. And I threw up one more time and she goes, I'm going to run with you the rest of the way, dad. I mean, she's nine years old. She's my hand. And I start running and my brother's behind filming the whole thing, you know, and, and, um, and as we're going, I'm just sitting there. I can't, I cannot believe a nine year old carrying me the rest of the way. And, um, a whole way there. She's just saying, dad, I believe in you. You can do it, dad. You're, you're the best. You're you're wonderful. And I remember it was like, it was like a breath of fresh air. And I turned that corner and I looked down and she got tears in her eyes and she let me go. And everybody's, I was like, I, this is the most exhilarating moment ever. I failed because I messed up my hydration and all that. But she turns that into a moment that man, I'll, I will never forget that street. I'll never, never forget the sound of her voice. And, uh, what, what a cool thing to think that, you know, even that, that little girl could, um, motivate you to make it just one more step. My body had it in me. My mind is what left me, you know, and she, she picked me up and just, just encouraged me. And so, so many powerful lessons in that, but to, to think of that, so that that's become my thing. And that's my plan is we're, we're going to go back there this year and uh, run that race. And, uh, this time, I'll conquer it. 
So, and, uh, oh, go ahead. No, sorry, did, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, it didn't deter me. It, 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 it actually challenged me to do better. I was going to say, so so you, you finish and, you know, things were going well until they weren't, which is, I feel like that's the story of running. I mean, maybe it's the story of life. Everything's going well yep. until all of a sudden it's not. Um, but, uh, you know, the wheels come off, but but here comes the daughter kind of, you know, give you, like you said, give you that, that breath of fresh air that you need. Um, but when you got across the finish line, was was it a, all right, done, they're not doing this again, or was it I can't wait to, to try this again and get it right the next time? When I got across the finish line, it was like, oh, Lord, I'm going to die. It was kind of <laughs> kind of what it was. And we had, we had done this thing, my brother and I, we'd gone to visit Cape Girardeau, and we met the organizers of the race, and, and we promoted it on our Facebook and on our Instagrams and all this. So they kind of knew who we were because we – we were like these big champions for them that, you know, they didn't know who we were. And so when we were there, they all came over to see how I liked the race. And I'm sitting in the med tent at the end and I'm about, I'm just ready to hurl. I don't have anything left to hurl. I'm gagging. I'm doing this stuff. I'm like, I don't want to meet anybody, uh, but they're coming over and they're so thankful and all that. And I remember in, in the middle of that, my wife was like, so how do you feel uh, about this? I said, I feel sick. She goes, no, I mean, do you want to do this again? And I said, I can't. I can't uh, let this be the only time I do this. Like I, I got to come back and do it again and do it better. Um, I didn't, I didn't enjoy any of the, the sickness or anything I felt. Um, it took me to a place that I had never been um, where, where um, it, I was dominated. And, and I mean, I've, I've of course played football. Yeah, sure. I've gotten dominated before not saying that, but to a degree at which um, that was rough. Uh, but it challenged me. And so, yeah, it, it was probably an hour later when I was actually starting to think about the future and, and uh, we had um, pizza and all that stuff coming in. Um, my brother sat down and he goes, so what do you think? I said, schedule the next time, man, let's do it. We missed last year cause we were moving from one state to another, but it's been on my radar. Like I'm, I'm, I'm getting back out to Missouri and I'm going to run the muddy river marathon and I'm, I'm going to own it. Is there anything else that's on the the agenda to like learn from the first time? Do this, don't do that. Let, you know, like or or you know, outside of the the hydration situation, everything went pretty. Sounds like at least pretty pretty darn well. So maybe just more of the same, but it's making sure you you're hydrating this time. Yeah, for for me, the thing that I'm really excited about, the thing that that really was encouraging to me is that that I did train well. Like I had trained really well, my body and and everything. Um, I had done the training. Um, excellent. My brother's a big fan of always trust the training, trust the training. When, when, when training says rest day, do a rest day, don't overdo it. Don't tear down your body, rest and run and rest and run. And, and so I was, I was ready to run that race and to look back on it. Um, you know, he ran with me for the, he did a half, he, he had a leg issue. So he ran half the marathon and uh, he was very encouraging to me. He, he's challenging. He'll tell me if I'm doing it wrong. And, you know, he, he was encouraging to me. I met guys along the way and, and I was good. Like I, I felt good, like you said, until I didn't. And man, it happened fast. It was really within a two, uh, maybe a mile and a half span of where I went from on top of the world to falling on my face. And so uh, I think that the reason I was able to get up and, and make it the rest of the way. Yeah. The encouragement was one thing, but my body was prepared to, to fight just that much longer. And so uh, I'm going back to my notes. Uh, I, I use Strava and stuff so I, I can see what I ran, but I also write down a lot of notes of how I did things. Um, and 
And so I'm, I'm going to go back to some of that and train that way. But, but really, uh, even in, in my preparation is, is to just make sure, um, that yeah, hydration, it, that, that was the only thing. Cause once I got hydrated again, I mean, my body felt good. Um, and which surprised me because, um, I still, as much as I love running and I run, um, I look at, at other guys, and I'm like, they're runners, you know, and I'm, I'm not, I'm a guy who runs. And, and, and I know, you know, people all the time are like, well, that makes you a runner. I'm like, not in that sense. There's guys that, that I work with a guy, our, our middle school pastor, he's a runner. I mean, he, I look at him, he's a runner. I'm a guy who gets out and runs with them, <laughs> you know? So I was really proud that I was able to do that. And, and so I'm excited to be able to, to just crush it and, and get out and, and, and do that. Uh, the other thing, uh, because, you know, as much as yes, I am a runner, I don't look like a typical runner. You know, I'm, I'm six, five, almost six, six. And, um, you know, I'm over 200 pounds of 230 pounds when I run usually. So I'm, I'm a big dude out there running and people sometimes are like, Hey, if he can do it, maybe I can, cause I'm not that big. And, uh, and so it, it's fun to encourage people to do stuff like that too. Well, and, and, you know, I would, I would push back a little bit on the, I don't look like a typical runner because you know, what, what exactly does a typical runner look like? I know it's the wrong thing to say, but it's, it's what happens right here in my brain mm -hmm. is, you know, I see other guys that look like it. And, and, and then I realize that the thing I would encourage people is everybody can run. Right. Everybody can be a runner. Right. Well, and, and that's one of the things that I've, I've, I guess, I don't know if learned, but like experienced maybe, or, or just, you know, kind of has, has finally seeped into my, my consciousness over the years. Not that I would say that I would like, I don't have, you know, legs that go up to my armpits and I'm not 125 pounds and like just float across the, the, uh, the pavement as well. Um, but one of the things I love about race day, um, is, I mean, you see shapes and sizes and colors and, and, and ages and like, it's, it's everybody. It, it is the, the fabric. And costumes. Costume. Yeah, and costumes. Like you won't see world. me in a costume, but that's another no. topic for another day. Um, but but to your point of encouraging others, like like that's one of the things that's, that's so great about race day is that anytime you know you can get somebody to go spectate a race who says that I, I could never do that. In the Muddy River Marathon, I ran for two miles. That guy, I mean, my brother told me that he's at least 70. I think he's a little over 70. And, man, I ran with him for a while. And then, you know, it was when I got – sick. He ran by, encouraged me. He finished and, and he was good to go. I mean, he was, he was sitting there and came and came over and loved him. I'm like, this dude is like 70 some years old and he is killing it. And, and so that's encouraging to me because, uh, like football, like all those things, there's a time when you just even pick up games, you're just probably not playing it anymore, but the, with the joy that comes with it, man, if, if I can do this another 30 years, and and love it my goodness how cool is yeah, that and you can you know it might not be as fast you might not go as far or you maybe you might you know like like you know to be do be determined um but if you want to keep putting one foot in front of the other like running's not going anywhere right right um but you you mentioned something along the lines of you know you can you, you once you get past a certain point whether it's six miles eight miles 10 miles 13 miles it becomes a lot more mental i mean there's certainly still physical but mental starts to really become a, a major factor um, curious how you've, how you've, you know, maybe it's just from training and, and that's helped build your mental, um, muscle, mental strength for these longer races. But how did, how did the mental side of maybe the first marathon or just in general, getting up to some of these longer distances? And you know, I, I wouldn't run 13 miles in a month. Um, but it was accomplishing that hurdle. I think everything is a, about, you know, 
climbing climbing a hill and getting to the top and surveying the next one and and so for me it is it's journaling i think journaling is a huge part of it of of where you're you're writing down what you've accomplished for for me i love stats and um you know i, I like writing things down by hand but i'm very thankful for things like uh, strava and i started out with map my run and and to, to, um but as far as uh, when I started training for like the marathon, there were distances that that concerned me. Um, I, you know, the, in in the training that I did, I, I think the most I ran was like 22 miles uh, in, in the the training for it. Trusting the guys who put the training together that that I was going to be prepared to go that 26. But but for me, uh, the the big one was 18. Like I, I I'm like I've done 13. Uh, easily. So I, I know that I can start climbing that next hill, but for some reason, miles I had to run, uh, I think we talked about this on Twitter a little bit of, of just getting that extra 10th of a mile so that I didn't let, um, it, that dictate that like once I hit 14, I, my body stopped, like it's 14 is where I want to go. And then I'm going to push it just a little bit more until I'm comfortable. Um, and so at the end I'd be like 14.4, you know, I'm, I, I could have gone more and, and being able to evaluate how I feel at that time and not push myself too hard so that I would always say, man, I can do this comfortably. Um, and so it's going to cost you, um, cost you something to get to the goal you want. And so for me, it was always going that little bit extra and then celebrating the, those things. And, and if I was trying to get to 16 or 17 and at 15, I felt rough, like I had to tell myself it's okay to shut it down you know, and celebrate the fact that, Hey, I was at 15 miles. Like that's a big deal. Um, and then when I finally got 20, um, it was on a day that I was supposed to get 18 and I was worried about the 18. And so I, I knew my route and knew it to 20 on that day. And I still felt great. I, I, I mean, I'm sitting here talking to you about it and that was, you know, two and a half years ago, but I remember it so well because I'm like, I can, I can do things probably a lot more than my mind is telling me I can. And so it, it is a battle with the mind. Um, you, you have to trust yourself, trust your body, trust, trust what your body's telling you. But there's a lot of times when I want to quit, when I'm, I just got to say, stop being lazy, like, like get up and go. Curious kind of, or, and, and maybe this isn't really a, a good question because there might not be an answer. Maybe something that'll play itself out over the coming months leading up to, to this, this next, uh, you know, marathon 2.0, uh, coming up right. later this, this year. Um, but I'll be curious how the mental side shakes itself out now that you've done it once before, you know, cause I know for, right. for a lot of folks and for, for my, myself, certainly the more times I've, I've done longer distances, the more times I've done 18 miles, 20 miles, 26.2 miles, et cetera. Um, not that it gets easier, but it kind of gets easier. Like at least mentally, like it's, it's no longer unknown. It's no longer uncharted waters. Right. Um, and, and for me, at least that's, that seems like it's been, a big piece of the puzzle for me to get stronger mentally is just, you know, it's no longer on or, or, or less better, less good. I don't want to say worse, right. but, uh, you know, how, how it all shakes out, you know, over the next several months. Yeah. For me, uh, as I look at it, um, being there, I think they, I think the race is April 29th. And, and so I've, I've got mapped out about 16 weeks to, to gear up to that. Um, the first thing is this in, in looking towards that, uh, yeah, there is a comfort in knowing, Hey, I've run that before. But man, there's a big bully on that road <laughs> that beat me up last time. And so I want to, I want to train. I know how to train my body, but I need to, to also be aware of, of, you know, 
how to play it in game. I mean, it's one thing to practice it. It's another thing in the game, if we're going to use a game type of analogy there, that to, to do it the same there. And because because it, it can it can jump up and bite you and that and it, it hurt. And so what a great reminder as I'm preparing on on how often to, to hydrate, make sure that I'm telling myself, take that feedback from from people who are encouraging me to do so. Um, I remember how I, I failed in that. So I'm, I'm not going to do that anymore. But always it's it's going to keep me alert there. It's not like I did it super successfully and I can walk into this race going, I got nothing. You know, I, it was easy last time. It's going to be easy this time. There was something that, that I left on the, on the track, on the road the last time that I, I want to go get. So that's, that's one part that's a challenge I think will drive me. The second is this, is that, um, my life has changed a lot in the last couple of years. Um, I'm in a new space. I'm in, in, in where we live in a different state. Um, it's gotten busier. Um, the, the, you know, uh, like I said, I'm in ministry and there's, there's always things that to go ministry is not nine to five. It's, you know, I, I got done our ministry last night. We we're, we were back at home about 10, 10 30. Uh, and then we had snow day this morning. I got three kids and, and so life has changed some, the, the city I live in, um, is, is called the city of seven Hills. It is the Hill city. And so, I mean, there's, there's not a flat road in this place. And so there's different, I, I'm running different training courses. I'm learning uh, a new, new place to, to where to find space to go run. Uh, there's not as many sidewalks around here. And so trying to figure all of that out, it's a challenge, but it's fun because I'm getting to know my town and, and getting to know other people that are running here. So I, there is a comfort in knowing I've done it. I'm excited to go back there. It's a great race. It's, it's a lot of fun. That community's really supporting it. And, and so I'm excited to be there. My brother's going to be there. We're going to have family there. So it's, it's kind of a fun family weekend. There's good stuff about it, but there's enough of a challenge that um, I don't think I'm going to try and coast yeah. through this. I think that, that I'm going to be challenged the whole way through that uh, I'll be ready. Well, that's that's good to hear because if there's if there's one thing that I've learned over the however many you know somebody asked me the, uh, not too long ago how many marathons I've run and I'm at the point where like I don't know like, like <laughs> you know in in you know maybe it's been you know 15 or 16 actual marathons but like I've done some ultras and I've done some just solo you know just kind of run out and and I'm gonna go run a marathon today which is just ridiculous to even think about doing <laughs> that but like I've done that a handful of times. I've never done yeah, that. I've well, never once done it, so there you stick go. Stick around long enough, and, and you might find yourself just on a random, you know, like you said, your first 20-miler, uh, you're only going to run 18. You get you get to that point where you run, you know, 22, 23 miles, you're like, well, shoot, I could just go another, you know, three or four miles and get it, you know, tick That's the marathon true. box. Um, but anyway, all that all that to say, it, you know, there's there's always a challenge, right? And it can always go it can always go sideways on you, um, whether it's something as, as – seemingly and as innocuous as like make sure you don't forget to drink but like that's kind of a big deal so you can never be complacent for sure it's crazy yeah Yeah. well i i feel like we could we could we could keep going um but at some point we got to wrap this thing up and so maybe that means that we'll we'll you know put a put a pin in and things and and come back at some point post second marathon maybe do this again at some point but um before I before I let you go, Cody, the, the the final thing that I do when I'm when we wrap one of these up is I ask a, a philosophical question, which maybe there's been a couple of kind of pseudo philosophical questions today, but the idea right. being that they're very much like the introductory question, open ended, take it wherever you want to go with it, um, okay. and that's where we'll wrap it up for today. Um, but but just curious, and, and maybe you know somewhat similar trajectory in that we moved last year out of state, new location. I'm kind of figuring things out as well, so I can I can I can empathize with you a lot there, or at least relate a, a, a lot with you right there. Um, but but just kind of be curious, you know, what what for you or, or how has from 
how life has changed over the last. I mean, life changes for all of us, but when you're when you're moving out of state, whole new community, uh, pretty drastic changes. How is how is running kind of maybe been a stabilizer, or, or what role has running played in this? You know, kind of getting settled in the in the new area, new location for you. Uh, great question. Um, I think as cliche as it as it might seem. Um, with with everything going on, there, there's a health aspect to to running um, that that keeping me healthy, keeping me um, you know in, in a place where the stressors and and all of the things that come with moving and and changing uh, locations, changing uh, job locate, all of those things that come in. The one thing that's kept kept the same is is you know I need to be healthy. I need to be I need to be strong. I need to, to have the mental acuity uh, to, to do what I've been called here to do and and running provides that for me to, to be able to get out. The second part is, like I said, I actually grew up in the town that we moved back to, but it's different now. Uh, the whole town is different. And so uh, there's nothing like getting out and running five to 10 miles uh, in your community to to get to know street corners, to get to know, man, I didn't know that coffee shop was there. Man, I, when, when did that happen here? And and, uh, and so to, to get out and run those things, uh, has been very, uh, very freeing for me, very relaxing for me. Uh, it is, a, it's a stress reliever. Um, and, um, again, like I said, I'm 48, so, uh, I know that's not old, but I'm also not 32. And, and so I, I enjoy being with my kids and I want to be with my kids as long as possible. And, uh, I know nothing is the you know, the great insurance uh, against this life coming to an end. But if there's anything that I can do, to stay healthy and to, and to uh, make sure that I'm doing everything that I can to to keep my body in shape, to to be there for my kids. Um, you know, that's one of the things that days that I get up, and I don't want to go run. Um, I, I realize I'm grateful for this day. And as long as I have this day, I'm going to make the most of, of this day. And, um, and so I, I try not to take for, for granted any of those days. So I, I try and put my foot on the on the pavement as much as I can. Mm. Amen to that, my friend. That's uh, I'm nodding along, and, and I'm sure other folks are as as well, because uh, I think a lot of us can relate to that. And and you know, if we're gonna be like, let's be around as long as we can, but let's also be as healthy as we can for as long as we can, because you know, life's life's never easy, but it's a lot easier when you when you got your health with you. So uh, keep keep putting the the foot to the ground. Keep 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 pounding that pavement. Um, nothing but the best, uh, obviously for, for marathon number two. And y'all, if you want to continue to follow along with Cody, kind of see how, see how this second go of the marathon goes, how he makes it through without any hydration issues, no falling down, no getting sick. None of that nonsense from, from round one, uh, at moose underscore, uh, Muma on Instagram. Again, that's M U M M A U for, for the last name, Twitter at Muma 55, M U M M A U five, five on the Twitters. Dizruns.com slash 1126. will get you back to the show notes. We'll have everything linked up as per usual. So Cody, thanks for, uh, for making the time today and uh, glad we were able to connect and, and certainly looking forward to staying more connected, maybe even grabbing a cheer wine together at some point if, uh, if the fate allow. Uh, and like I said, definitely would love to do this again at some point. But until then, be well, take care of yourself, and thanks for the time today, my friend. Thanks, Danny. All right, y'all. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode of the show. Hope you enjoyed the conversation between Cody and myself. And as per usual, be curious to know what stood out to you from today's episode. What was your uh, little takeaway from our little chit chat today? Uh, for me, it was it was something that maybe wasn't a specific thing that Cody said, but but kind of piecing a couple of of bits of the conversation together. 
he was talking about when he was training for his his marathon. Um, that, you know, he was committed to the training, right? That he was locked in. He was following the plan. He trusts the training. And that's important. But then a little bit later in the conversation, he also mentioned that, you know, there were some times that he adjusted a little bit. If he felt really good, he pushed on a little bit farther. You know, when he ran his first 20 miles, it was, it was supposed to be an 18 miler, but he felt good. So he pushed on a little bit. Likewise, there are a couple times that maybe he cut it just a little bit short on the training based on how he was feeling on that particular day. And, and, I don't know. I mean, as a coach, I like to feel like I, I, I think I do a pretty good job of communicating this with my athletes that like, you know, whatever is on the schedule for the day, like it's an ish, you know, it's a plus and a minus. Um, but as, as, as runners, like, like having that, that flexibility to yes, trust the training and know that you need to do it right. Like, like there is a certain amount of training that needs to go into, or at least that, that probably needs to go into running most any distance for, from long to short to fast to slow, whatever it is. There, there is a, a certain amount of training you need to commit to, but trying to hold yourself to the rigid, rigid standard of like, everything's got to be perfect every day. I got I got to do exactly what the plan says. I mean, I just don't think that's realistic. I think that's, that's the kind of thing that'll make you go crazy. No matter how type a you are, I think that'll make you go crazy. And so hearing Cody talk about his first marathon, I've got the plan. I trust the plan. I'm going to do the training, but also going to, be okay with coloring outside the lines a little bit, pushing a little more here, pulling back a little bit there. Like, I think he, I think he hit the nail on the head and maybe he got some advice from his brother, uh, to be able to do that, which, you know, whatever we didn't, we didn't dive into it. Didn't need to, but just when I was hearing him talk about it and then, you know, ebbing and flowing a little bit, I was just like, yes, my man got it right. And that was my takeaway today. Just to, just to remind myself and maybe to remind y'all as well, whether we're talking to running or just about anything in life, right? Like be willing to commit to something do the work, but also recognize that it's, it, it doesn't have to be exactly spot on every time. There's, there's some wiggle room in most everything in life, right? Some things there's not, but for the most part, you've got a little bit of wiggle room and it's okay to take it. It's okay to take it based on, you know, whatever factors are pertinent. And in this case, you know, talking about just how you're feeling, how the run's going. If it's feeling good, go a little bit more. If, you, if it's not, it's okay to shut it down a little bit, you know, cut it, cut a little bit short Come back the next time, A-OK. So that was my takeaway from today. What about you? What stood out to you from today's episode? If you're willing to share it, I, as always, would love to hear it. At DizRuns on Twitter, at DizRuns on Instagram. You can also send an email to DizRuns at gmail.com. And, of course, if you want to head back over to the show notes for today, beneath the links, beneath the photos, beneath the write-up of today's episode is that comment section. Feel free to type out thoughts, feedbacks, takeaways, whatever else that's on your mind. Feel free to spill it in that comment section that's down at the bottom of the page. Dizruns.com slash 1126 will get you there. Dizruns.com slash 1126. And then after you, you spill your guts in the comment section, don't be afraid to click over to the homepage. Just click that home button that's on the top of the page and then get yourself into the giveaway if you haven't done so already. If you haven't, I don't know what you're waiting for. You know, the odds are never as good as they are today. Uh, but get yourself in it. Have a chance to win it. Free 16 weeks of coaching from yours truly. And if that sounds like a terrible prize, then you can still enter the, the giveaway and just read the emails. So I think the emails are worth it as well. I think I think it's a two for one. Two for one that costs you nothing. Dizruns.com slash giveaway or right at the homepage, Dizruns.com. Either way, get yourself in it and may the odds be ever in your favor. And with that, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up, y'all. Thanks for the time. Thanks for the attention. Thanks for taking Cody and I with you today. Until next time, y'all be well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon, all right? Later, y'all.